Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're alive. Hey, we're back. I'd like to welcome everyone back with us to the Step Brothers Podcast, episode 225. Six, yeah. five. Are you positive? I'm positive. Are you sure? Yes. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, too. Okay. I'm just going to leave it up to y'all. Let me know. I'm going to confirm. Yeah. You're right. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's yours with the most. Chris Miner, a.k.a. Dino Spumoni, extra cheese yeah. and pepperoni, a.k.a. Talk to me nice, a.k.a. Young Chris Kringle to get that keeps on giving, a.k.a. Okay. Wick James, a.k.a. Victor Mo Jr., a.k.a. Okay. The Bad Boy of Goodwill. So many <laughs> What's good, Dalton? What's good? It's uh, your boy, you know, Ray's dad. Uh, I wake up at sunrise to see my sunrise. And I got a new one. Uh, I'm already broke, so I won't break. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's a fact. Amanda's here. Hello. Hello Amanda. I'm very, very simple, uncomplicated, like these two mofos. <laughs> okay. It's Amanda. All right. Hi. Amanda, please. I hate you. I okay. hate you. There it is. Uh oh, the sound effects. Yeah, you can't we hear love it. the. I can't hear it, but that is my sound effects. Yeah, well, that that Spooky one. That one, because you know, a whore loves a whore. There you Uh-oh. go. <laughs> that her first episode was very wild. Yes, you get a chance to go through our backlog. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, <laughs> not criteria. What is the, it? The backlog. The catalog. The no, catalog. The the. It started with a C. C I R C. Catalog. Uh, never mind, bro. No, for, just fuck it. Just forget it. All right. I watched the. I, Soccer, I said watch. You I can watch it. Too and yeah. watch the last episode. I saw Dalton's leg in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Juneteenth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Great episode. Great episode. We have a special guest today. Yes. We do. Y'all want me to pronounce that name? Please. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Kazana Hunter. Kazana Hunter. A.K.A. Comedian Kai. Yeah. A.K.A. Cool Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Keeping It Real Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in front of you. A.K.A. My mic ain't right. Right, 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 right. And a uh, little backstory on why she's here today. All right, so these two nerds sitting across from us, we're talking about books on the podcast, and our boy Adam, aka Dave, aka, AKA Chappelle, um, <laughs> aka the plug. Apparently, the plug. He has funneled a lot of uh, yeah. interviews through here. People our way. Yeah. Uh, we're not on payola, so I don't understand. But um, yeah, he he heard their conversation about books, and uh, he was like, "Hey, I know our authors," and I was like, "Cool." Well, Dawn was like, cool, because he was talking to Dawn. And yeah. he was like, yeah, let's set that shit up. Run that shit. And she's here to talk about her book or a part of her book. How do you yes, want to? Yes, it's a part of an anthology. There you go. Anthology. So there are 25 chapters by 25 amazing women. Mm-hmm. And I'm chapter number five. She chapter is. Chapter number five. Did, yes. you, did you get to pick which? No. Cha- okay. Mm-mm. So whoever put it, whoever it was gathered by. Yeah. Yeah. Erica okay. gathered. Yeah. She gathered. That's she gathered. It's this gathered, gathered yes. not like yes. this gathered. It was And it flowed gathered. very well. 
It did. It flowed very well. Amanda's the only one who read the book. Dalton was busy. I can't read. <laughs> so I, I was wondering. I was like, how is he going to do that? I mean, we got you got ebook, but it's not on ebook, and I wasn't about to read it to you right. either. So what I did I'm like, was can't read, I went thing. to I went to Amazon and I read the little the synopsis. Synopsis. I, I told. I said we have to get the audible together for people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you add up, have you met any of the women outside of the? Oh office? yes. So we were all part of a cohort of black women in nonprofit leadership, mm-hmm. and so there were actually about 30, 35 women in the cohort, mm-hmm. and twenty five people wrote chapters. Yeah. So, okay, so, so you, yes, I know all. Okay, of them. Yeah, yeah, y'all should y'all mm-hmm. should like draw a straw, see who uh, who uh, wait. I'm sorry, where y'all entered the pod? Bob said, "Where y'all entered the pod? I'm on a date." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, cool story, yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you wanted me to put that out. That he was that. It, it don't. I didn't don't specify matter. which date. What kind of date it was? Yeah, it don't matter. You know. Uh, anyways, so we have an author here, right? And we got some. I got some questions about authoring. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if I have answers. <laughs> He's but, gonna ask me the question known to we man. Can try. Well, so just, okay. Just putting that out there. This, so this is your first published. Work. So actually, when I was in grad school, I pu- published an author uh, uh, an article with my professors. Okay, so this is like my second. What was second the article book. about? It was about race and reciprocity. Inner. Reciprocity. That's what Lauren Hill was rapping about. <laughs> it's Thanks. about exchange within neighborhoods. Okay. So oh. we did some research about like this, like McKinney is multiracial, and we talked about how neighbors exchange things mm-hmm. with each other. You know, can I borrow a cup of sugar? You know, invite you to parties. Right. And what that looks like across racial lines mm. um, for, like, the black people in the neighborhood. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And what is your research? Yeah, tell, tell us about you. that. People weren't trying to exchange nothing. Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, very. Nah. Okay, but why do you think that is? Is it because of possibly... Racism, yes. Yeah. Well, or we predominantly are, yeah. white we are people and, of color because yeah. the predominantly white area of yes, McKinney. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Because I, my neighborhood that I grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, I live with uh, on the same streets: Hispanics, Blacks, Whites, mm-hmm. Asians, and we're all very. It's, it feels you know communitive like. Mm-hmm. Um, my what what tax bracket were you raised in? I don't know. My, uh, I don't know. They're middle class. Yeah, I guess. Middle class? Yeah. Well, okay. What I will say is the majority of neighborhoods in Dallas continue to be segregated. Mm, yeah. Because of uh, gentrification? Just because of racism. You know, like like yeah. when you think about schools and mm-hmm. you think about, oh, it's a lot of black people in this neighborhood, so white flight. And Redlining. Moving mm-hmm. further to the sur- mm. suburbs. You know, black yeah. people not being able to get loans history of redlining, mm-hmm. not getting loans approved in certain neighborhoods, yeah. all the things. Yeah. I did watch this movie. The, the way cities are structured is part of like the like systemic racism stuff. Yeah. Just look at Austin. Absolutely. Austin's probably the biggest example of it. Right. They, they pushed them way out, you know, and then... And think about history keeps yeah. repeating itself. Yeah. Oh, okay. They even okay. do that to where like there are... Um, so when I was living in Colleyville and we were looking at school districts... So they have it to where certain, even though an apartment complex is right across the street from a school, uh-huh. because it's not a like nicer apartment complex, yeah. they they off. they lined it off to where yeah. if you live in that apartment complex, you're not yeah. going to the school. Yeah, you can spit even on though, the school. Like the apartment can. complex three blocks down the road, you know, you're paying twenty seven hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that apartment complex can come to this school. Um, and yeah. same thing with houses that are you know 
right next to I just, it. I, I know it's the, just, the, it's just the, how, the vibes know. of the lounge is cool. I actually watched this, um, like, doc today. It's going to sound wild. <laughs> but it was about um, hips, not hipsters. No, hipsters. And how, uh, in New York, though, how they were, like, these emo people or whatever. And they were like, uh, I guess I have to join society. And their way of getting back into society was getting those, like, you, uh, those the the haircut you know how hipsters dress or whatever, and um, like the Justin Bieber haircut type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the documentary went on to say like, so when they got back into society in that way, they were like, uh, they started moving into Brooklyn because it was cheaper. But then gentrification, exactly. Gentrification. So we could blame all this shit really on the hipsters. Okay. I mean, no, that, 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 hipster. based off of what the documentary is saying no, up in New no, York. No, gentrification, yes. Because yeah, what yeah, they yeah, do yeah. is they take an impoverished neighborhood, right. they they slap a Starbucks in it, right. and they build an apartment. Oak Cliff. Right. Right. Yeah. Oak Cliff and is then, gentrified as fuck now. Bishop Arts. Bishop Arts. Bishop Arts was fucking mm-hmm. shit. Bishop Arts was baller. Now, now there's like... Now it's just like, what What the fuck is this? Yeah, so that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn hipsters. Now you can blame on the hipsters for sure. But they did say one thing the hipsters were like very good at is like uh, (laughs) (laughs) they're good at um, like the small business thing or whatever. So they'll they'll start like a little coffee shop or this and that and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I had a feeling we were going to touch on something like this. So (laughs) I definitely watched that doc earlier. What's the name of the documentary? Uh, I will have to go through my YouTube for you it's this guy he touches on a lot he touched on like the hype beast movement it, it, it's a bunch of sub divisions in uh within our within our culture that he touched on and like how it affected what is it a uh, it's just a guy is a it room. a black guy white guy yeah, I, I think he white actually you think he's from uh he's not from new york he's from london actually why okay. why yeah touching on but but okay, so this is this is where I'm confused on certain things. It's okay. like you know whenever whenever someone who is white mm-hmm. is talking on POC topics <laughs> and like trying to give their opinion, no, mm-hmm. not you because right. you're yeah. not white. Yeah, you oh got, no, I was about to switch flavor. the camera. That's all I was doing. You got <laughs> you're not white. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to switch the camera. <laughs> um, but like. I just I don't know how do y'all feel about that where it's just like okay you're a white person coming into into our into our territory and telling us how it is or how we feel or what it's like for us like you don't you don't know so it's like how dare you to me to me it pisses me (laughs) off how dare you well I mean he wasn't he wasn't I mean this particular guy I know I'm just saying like in general I'm not I don't honestly I don't really I don't really see it personally but maybe it's how my algorithms are set up, I guess. I don't typically see white people talk about Hispanic stuff or Indian stuff. Or I don't all see time. it personally. I see it all the time. But then again, all my algorithms is about like Dragon Ball Z, the Bible, and Joe Rogan or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I don't, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, back to the book, right? I said what I said. I said what I said. An anthology of black women in nonprofit. Absolutely. An anthology. Now, for people like me, what exactly is a nonprofit and what are some of the things that they can mm-hmm. do? Uh, nonprofits do all types of things. The mm-hmm. first question I typically get when I say I work from a, for a nonprofit, they people tend to say, well, how do you make money? Right. Like, if it's nonprofit, well, it's still working for a nonprofit, you still get paid. We right. all yes. have to eat. We all have to live. 
And so the nonprofit that I work for is Young Leaders Strong City. Mm-hmm. And we work with ninth through 12th graders to educate, equip, and activate them for social justice. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, they are current leaders, they are future leaders, and so that they can work towards the changes that they want to see in the future. That sounds good. And so that's the, the nonprofit that I work for currently. We needed that in the 90s. Yeah. Nice. How did you get into that? Um, So I actually consulted for them for five years. Um, I used to be an educator, so I used to be an elementary Spanish teacher. Oh, wow. Um, Look at that. At at St. Philip School in South Dallas. Shout out to St. Philip School. You still... Like, you good? Your Spanish sí, is good? Yeah, oh, I'm Tengo un poquito de tiempo en Oaxaca, Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> People always say, where did you learn Spanish? I was like, I learned it at college. Or they say, where did you grow up? Oh, Pleasant Grove? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, what's, what's the, what's the yeah. expectation? Do you ever get, like, mistaken for, like, Honduran or Panamanian or anything like that? No. no. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> no, not at all. I feel yeah. it. Not to me. All right, so um, nonprofit, y'all make money. I guess mm-hmm. that is that would have been yes. my. You see, nonprofit so, is like. So the thing about nonprofits is they essentially like attempt to fill in the gap in different ways. Mm-hmm. So there are you know nonprofits that for, focus on unhoused youth or unhoused people. Um, everything you could think of, there is a nonprofit pretty much for it. Do, could you, is there one in particular that sticks out that's like, I guess, popular above the rest, like a nonprofit that oh. everybody's like, we fuck with this oh, nonprofit that's, that's the hardest. That's a good question. I hope they are interested in Young Leaders Strong City. Yeah. But I, I know that like, like there's tons of big nonprofits. Okay. Is there one that like sticks out to you the most that has a special place within you or what you do with it? I always think about the ones that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. And so um, so one of the nonprofits I worked for for a really long time focused on um, focused on low to moderate income women um, and their finances. Mm-hmm. So I think about that. So I think about like like your um, Catholic charities is a big is a big nonprofit that think of that people think about. Um, big thought is another big nonprofit that people think about when they think about teens. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, those are a few. How do you get into something like that? Like, um, I know when I, you know, was working in property management, mm-hmm. we had it to where, um, <clears throat> like, every quarter we would go and we would, like, help uh, build houses yep. or so, like, sh- a help with, for humanity. Yeah, we would yep. help out shelters or remodeling, like, daycares and, and women's shelters. Um, yep. And it's just like that was something that was really, really cool just because we were helping, you know, battered women, single women, um, you know, single moms and their kids. So it's like, how do you, but that was again through like a company that was doing exactly. it. So how do you get into something so, like that? So always think about like what issue are you passionate about? Mm. What is something that, you know, that's important to you? And so for me, it was like women and their finances because I know they get screwed over in so many ways. Yes, girl. I know they're paid less. Yes. Um, they're overcharged for things. And yes. so that was very, very important to me. And that's how I got c- connected with the nonprofit that I used to work for. Um, and it's called Wings. And so I did financial coaching there and I trained financial coaches and I was there for like several years. But to see and have an opportunity to work with women as they, you know, buy their first home because they were able to save up for that down payment or for women to start their own businesses or be able to go back to school um, and finish up a, a degree. But they have that, you know, that financial assistance from a certain program. Mm-hmm. Also, them just providing like financial education as well. Hmm. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, but this particular book, mm-hmm. right? Yes. 
is geared towards a certain I like how audience. You brought us back. I always will. <laughs> he always does. Full circle. Yes. Full uh, circle. Full circle. <laughs> so, as b- being a black woman in this mm-hmm. industry, yep. What are some of the things that you see? Some of the things you like. Some of the things you don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, uh, I guess, woes. Yep. Uh, uh, black women face in this in this lane. Yep, absolutely. I when I think about nonprofits and I think about women, black women specifically, but all women of color, I think about them being overworked and underpaid. Hmm. Talk like about that's it. my biggest like that's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Um, Speak on it. Is that you know people have to advocate for themselves and their money, but also nonprofits companies should be providing a rate a wage that allows people to thrive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like my biggest pet peeve: people being underpaid um, for their work, or at times not paid at all. You know, in some instances. Yep. Yeah. 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 Volunteer. I do believe in volunteer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but when within you're at your job, when within you're at reason, your job, yeah. you're there to get paid. Yep. Right. So, is it yeah. not pocket washing? But is it a lucrative? I guess it depends. It on, can be. Yeah. I worked at it when I will. Think about like when I was a teacher, when I started in nonprofit, I was definitely overworked and underpaid. Right. Um, and failing to create those boundaries because you get caught up in the mission. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, no, like, for real. Like, like this lady came in and she said, you know, I need housing or I need food or I need a place for my kids. You know, these, you know, real life like needs and necessities, you know, your basic human needs. Food, water, shelter, those things. Um, and so it's like that mission, you know, creeps into your personal life. Like, you know, responded to emails after time because it's like you want to make sure that person gets the help, the support, yeah. the resources that they need. Yeah. So. It's dire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. important. No, I yeah. need to. Uh, very important. So, okay, I had a question on, so when I was reading through the book, it took uh-huh. me a minute to realize, I think I, I think that's when I hit your chapter, I was like, wait a minute, these are different women, these are different stories, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. there was one thing that did stick out to me, and it was actually, um, remind me of the actual, the lady whose book this is. Okay, so it's Erica Flood Moultrie, so she came up with the idea for this cohort of black women in nonprofit leadership, okay. so we had an entire year together. And so some of it was face-to-face, some of it was virtual because we started during the pandemic. Okay. And so, you know, having the opportunity to be in community with all of these women, every session that she designed, we would always start with the opportunity for, like, self-care and healing because, you know, every woman in this book has experienced some form of racial trauma Mm -hmm. um, in their experiences within different nonprofits. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so she provided this opportunity for us all, and I think it really changed the trajectory of everyone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. she had mentioned in the book where she had a an encounter where she went to go work a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and she was a big told event. very big event, and she was uh-huh. told flat out like the help door is over there. That's yeah. where you enter in. Oh. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Has it happened to you? That that particular scenario has, hasn't happened to me, but I think about like like it even shows up in other ways, just in your normal 
day-to-day life yes. when you at Target and people assume you work there. Yes. I don't even have on a red shirt. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't work Excuse here. Excuse me. I don't work yeah. here. Yeah. 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 So it's like when people make assumptions yes. or like if I present an event, oh, you're so articulate. What was the expectation? Yeah. Right. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would, and it's like people these are like, micro oh, you're actually are this or actually that. And I'm like, yeah. I know who I am. It's the actually yeah. part that's yeah. getting me because I know that I'm good. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think, I think you know, no one is above mistakes. Right. We all make mistakes. And so I actually I actually made a mistake and then a ma- mistake was made. So I, I speak Spanish. And so I was going to do like tax credit education at this program called Avance. And it is like a parent educator uh, program. And so I was going to do tax credit education in Spanish. I was going in with my packets. And so I get to the site and I, you know, in Spanish, I say to the lady, hey, you know, I'm here to do tax credit education. Where's the room? And the lady looks at me and she was like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. And I was like, my apologies, because I assumed Mm -hmm. not five minutes later, I got to the room. I'm putting out my packets. They're all in Spanish. Another woman comes in the room and she sees me putting out the packets and she says, is the is the person coming? We're getting close to time for the presentation. And I say, I am she. I'm. Yeah. And then she says, it is me. She says, oh, but it's in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I and speak I speak it. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was yeah. like a full circle a moment. Right. So I always think about, you know, offering people grace. Yeah. Offering people grace because we all make mistakes. I definitely so, believe in that. Yeah. We actually, it's funny that this came up. Because on that Juneteenth episode that we had, uh, Ryan was telling us about one of his neighbors uh, picking up an Amazon package, and a white lady saw him and was like, "Is that my package?" And he, he thought she thought he was right. an Amazon guy. And, yeah. and Ryan was pissed about it. He was very upset, right? So I'm like, "Yo, I get being upset in the moment, but does that make her?" a bad person for the rest of her <laughs> and he was like yes for all of her days <laughs> and he was like yes. yeah but i but me i am i'm definitely more on the grace because you don't know what you don't know in my in my opinion now ryan broke grace it down within reason right but right which because she, he but was like he was he worried have other issues with the woman he no, he said he never he said, no, spoke okay. to her again or anything. Yeah, but like he, he said that he was wearing like slides. Flip flops, his like, toes were out. Yeah. He's always like. Stuff like that. Yeah, I get it's that. It's just like me being at Target and not having on a red shirt. Right. Yeah, and I right. think, you know, working yeah. in property management, I'm dressed to the nines in a, in a silk blouse and, you know, slacks and heels. But then a resident's like, are you housekeeping? Do no. I look like I'm fucking housekeeping? Housekeeping. <laughs> wow. Yo, I'm glad, like. I don't know, because even in my, I mean, obviously, somebody asked me, nobody's going to ask me if I work at my job. I don't know why, but it just <laughs> looks like that I do, I guess. So nobody's going to be like, do you work here? Because you're the bad boy. Do you have a will. name badge? Uh, yeah, I got, yeah. Come then on, that's a, a ridiculous badge. question. <laughs> right. But, 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 but what I'm saying is. Then it's become more than just race. You're just dumb. You're, you're just, you, that person or me? You would that person. Dumb. Oh, okay. If you have a name tag like, on and no, they're like, no, no, no. Do but you it's work like, here? I'm wearing a lanyard. First of all, my lanyard's Dragon Ball Z all day gang. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I don't, the picture, they caught me off guard. My hair wasn't, I had to go out there. I thought I was just taking a drug test. Like we, we Bro, that's what happens if you have a license. I know you don't got one. But that's what happens oh, the same way. I got a Texas State ID, though. And oh, I made sure I was You don't straight. have a license? I don't drive. He don't drive. I got to tell drive. the story to everybody, bro. But it's fine. Tell the story. Drive. Tell the story. 
I, it's just like out of uh, fear, really. Okay. But I, but I, I have been this year. Well, He's a passenger princess. That so, too. So what do you like? How do you maneuver? Mostly live, is like. But I live in Arlington, though. And his so, name is Dalton Smith. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he thinks we have to come look, to the podcast. Look. But look, <laughs> so I, I lift, I lift a lot. Sure. Or <laughs> I'm usually dating a young lady who Pick understands my. That sound bad, right? I'm just asking. No, but the way you said it. Was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she picks, she, she picks him up. But yo, hey, yo, get yo, it how yo, you yo. live, baby. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but but uh, um, my parents help out as well. Okay. And then uh, I drive. I do drive sometimes. So, so let me ask you this. So how mm. did the fear of driving develop? Uh, over time, really just being in the passenger seat, it just. Have you ever been in a wreck? Uh, uh, nothing ever life threatening, but yeah, I've been in a couple, with, like with people who are driving. But my dad, awesome guy, he told me from a young age, like you're not just driving for yourself, you're driving for everybody on the Absolutely. road. So like my dad, it pro- Dalton and my dad are probably the most like good from from passenger seat view viewership, oh, yeah. the best drivers that I've ever rode with. Um, they're. They just know what they're doing. My dad's been driving a long time cross country with the business that he had back in the day. So, but um, uh, even be, I guess it's going to. I, I know it's a comfortability thing. Like even when I do drive, and my job's only like eight minutes away, yeah. so uh, I'll drive. My mom's in the passenger seat, and I'm like, I'm already panicking because like, yeah. what if I, what if I do something to my mom in here, bro? I'm like yeah. that thoughts on my real. mind. That's real. Though. And then um. Like going thirty miles an hour is like yo, this is fucking fast. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm like yo, why it is it? Right, it feels <laughs> fast. But like, but it like, this boy get to school zone. He's like, woo, I'm zooming, bro. Like, I'm zooming. Like, but being in the going by and bikes, right? Do not get in a vehicle with me. No, Do not. For real. And like in and the passenger ever. seat though, nothing feels that fast. But I guess it's because and, I'm and in I control. And I ask you that question because like when my dad was teaching me to drive, mm-hmm. he told me like the most horrific story you could tell a person. Wow. And I didn't drive for five years after that. What? Can, can you repeat the story? Oh, absolutely. It's one of the stories like that I tell in the book. Let's go. Chapter okay, five. So, that's the name of the episode so, too. I just um, want to say that. Chapter, chapter five. five. So I do there. racial yeah. equity. And in the chapter, I talk about, like, some of the reasons why I do racial equity. Mm-hmm. And so um, in, like, the 60s, my, my dad's brother. And so when my dad talks about his brother, he, my daddy got, like, six, seven brothers. Right. I don't even know the number. But he has a lot of brothers. Right. But when he talks about his brother, Herbert Lee Hunter uh, Jr., because he was murdered. Mm. Oh. So he was married to a white woman. Mm. They were in Plano. And they told them, do not come back to Plano. And so they came back to Plano, yeah. and both of them were murdered, wow. and they ran over them. Oh, shit. And so my dad, when I was driving, he, he was telling me this, right? Yeah, right. And, and so and my dad had to be the one to go and identify the body. Mm. Mm. And so he yeah. reminded me of, you know, how fragile life is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when driving, you, like, you're, like your dad said, you're driving not only for yourself, but you're driving for everyone on the road. Right. But, you know, that story of racism and how it showed up and how it impacted his life. Right. And, you know, he, you know, this is an uncle that I've never met. Right. But that my dad was so close to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, so, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, yeah. I'm processing that because. Yeah. No, that's heavy, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah no. My, my, I'm processing and telling y'all. Yeah. My uh, 
Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think about like all the areas Ray shows up in in your life. And but, so it's like but, we we think about how um, like people are removing DEI from you know from public schools. DEI like the diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay, okay, okay. From public schools, right. how they are rolling back affirmative action. Just just today, affirmative yes, action today. just right, happened. Right, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Rolling it back and how that impacts yeah. people. Mm-hmm. How it impacts the entire course and trajectory of their life and. What does it mean for us to say that that's okay? Okay, while we're on the subject of affirmative action, and that did happen today, let, I, I was reading it. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. So okay. y'all break that down to me. What, what, what's <laughs> happening with that? Because yep. I don't know. I, I mean, it's basically like like all of the things put in place for people to be able to go to school, to get an education, to create ra- racial mm-hmm. diversity. You're good. Just, okay. Yeah, you're to good. create racial diversity mm-hmm. on campuses, they're rolling back all of the, you, they're rolling back the clock on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think about, so when I was in high school, they had these voucher programs. And so, um, so the voucher programs afforded me opportunity to go to a school outside of my neighborhood school. So, um, so I think about like what does it mean to create you know racial diversity in different spaces, and what does it mean not to have that? Right. Um, and and how does that like prevent people from you know moving forward? Um, how does that keep people stuck in a certain class level? Right. Um, when you know when we were meant to move, when we were meant to learn and grow. So so what was the purpose of affirmative action? It was supposed to be so you couldn't like uh, discriminate against race. Okay. Uh, that's where that came from, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, in anything, jobs, whatever. Right. So if you're rolling that back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, it, so think about, like, the racist history of this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to combat that, mm-hmm. we're going to have affirmative action. Right. You can't judge them. And so the other thing about it, it's not like affirmative action is only benefiting, like, black people or people of color, but all the white women that experience, you know, advantages from affirmative action as well. Um, yeah. And so I think about when you when you put things in place that are race conscious to help people that are at the bottom, mm-hmm. if the person at the bottom is moving up, everybody moving up. That's a fact. Yeah, it's, it's a police system. So, what, what is it? What's the all tides rise r- r- raises boats? What, yeah. how, how you say that? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, just to your but like, thank you for sharing your story about your uncle mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, but. That I just it just always reminds me that when you tell a story like that, like that's your uncle. That's yeah. one generation yeah. up. Exactly. Not that long ago. Right. No. Right. No. So my parents are in their seventies. Right. So hearing them tell me all the stories right. of their experiences. Yeah. Not um, that long ago. Not, not that long, long ago. ago. Not Literally long one ago. generation before yeah. hers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But also People, the experiences that we're seeing play out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now it's you know, everything's right televised. Now. We got it in exactly. real time. People yeah, are yeah, documenting yeah. things unlike mm-hmm. they've been able to document historically. Right. Like, of course, we can watch the black and white footage, mm-hmm. but you can also watch it on Instagram. Yeah. That happened, you know, yesterday. Yeah. 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 For real. Down the street. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's like we're able to, you know, watch the black and white footage, but you're also able to see what's happening now. Yeah. Crazy thing is that the black and white footage could actually be in color. Yeah. They just made it black and white to make it seem older. Yeah, 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 for real. Because yeah. that the, the the main one they have showed us like via social media was one of King's speeches, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, they put that bitch right in color. Yeah, it is in color. <laughs> but they, yeah, exactly. When yeah, it's in black they, and white, yeah, you make, oh, that's a long time ago. I think when I learned, like, the story of, like, Rosa Parks and how, you know, they made it seem like Rosa Parks was old yeah. and tired. Yeah. This lady was in her 40s or, yeah. like, yeah. late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And she wasn't tired. She was pissed off and she was fed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, you know. I mean, the, uh, Bridges, uh, Mm-hmm. The she's like how old is she now? Like Bridges, the the oh. the little girl who went to school. The oh, school. Yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she like in her fifties, right? That's what she's in her fifties. Yeah. She's yeah. my she's younger than my yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that made it seem like it was like a long forever ago. ago. And then yeah, when yeah, you're in yeah. school and you're learning about all of this stuff, you're you're in that school thinking, oh, this is like oh, lifetimes. Yeah. And then that yeah. that brings up the critical race theory. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old is your daddy? My dad, he is in. He's sixty uh, okay. three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And shit, my pops is. Your dad's older than my dad. Is he? I don't think so. My dad was born in fifty six. Yeah, my dad was born in sixty. My dad's. Oh, okay. So fifty five. Yeah. My dad is fifty five. Yeah. And so it's like all of our fathers have these stories of. Oh man, my dad plays out. Oh, yeah. My dad picks me up from work, and sometimes his family's from Mississippi, yeah, so he got to yeah. Mississippi. So like, sometimes he don't even look at me. He just focused on the road. We eight minutes away, but that car ride seemed like it's 35 minutes. And when he gets to talking about, you know, shit that happened to, like, family members and mm-hmm. how, yep. like, I, I kind of told this story before. Yeah. But, like, my last name isn't supposed to be minor, not even because of, like, the slave shit. Like, it was, like our uh, on my dad's mom's side, uh, their last name is Franklin. Now, but they were Townsends, and then, but what happened was, this particular Townsend, I guess like great grandma, I don't know what the fuck, but anyway, he was out there fucking around doing some shit he had no business doing. He killed a white guy because the white guy was fucking with him. And he had to like, he got beat about it or some shit, but he had to like leave town, like go to like fucking Cleveland or something, and change his name. But he ended up going back with you know new identity or whatever, and like. He was supposed to be in Franklin, but then it was town. It was some wild shit, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? Even thinking it, but thinking about how you just told that story in yeah. terms of him, he was fucking around doing some shit he probably wasn't supposed to be doing. Yeah. We got to think about okay, back then, what was the shit you wasn't supposed to be right, doing? Right, right, just right. Just walking the street, walking yeah, 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 just yeah. being black. Nah, from what, yeah, from what I remember, my dad, my dad said that he that particular guy was a wild boy. From what my dad said, okay, <laughs> he was a wild boy. So maybe he he was doing the shit he was supposed to be doing. He was the one. From, from lower, lower, dad, like, he's like, I think my dad was like, he used to fight all the time. Like, niggas though. Like, not like white guys. Like, he was fighting. <laughs> and I guess this particular day, uh-huh. I don't know. He might have been feeling himself. I'm not really sure. I don't know if my dad's really sure on the story. You know, over time, that's shit still did. That's still like, that's crazy though. Yeah. No, like, just to think about. So my grandmother's yeah. uh, maiden name is Franklin. Uh-huh. But it was supposed to be Townsend. Townsend. So mm-hmm. some people... Were still Franklins and like whoever he got involved with and had children with, like that side of the family, even though he's you know a, a Franklin by birth or whatever. Uh, we minor. have Townsends in our family. Townsends, yeah. Mm-hmm. The minors, my dad's side. I fucked that up. It's Franklins and Townsends. Okay. Which I mean, even I'm thinking about like uh, like thinking about the logistics of driving to Mississippi, it's like there's still sundown towns where it's like not for us. Don't be <laughs> not when we because we we twenty uh. We, West going down there, right? Not east. East coming back. You're going east, brother. Oh, so we're going east. <laughs> My, look, I don't know nothing. Because you don't drive. 
Uh, Chris, I don't drop. Can we drop a bomb, bro? Yeah. Can we do I something? We don't have a bomb. Give her something, bro. That works. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I know that's mine. You yeah. don't have to know. Yeah, I don't. But uh, we're going east. You're right. I'm thinking. I, I should have thought about it. You going west? You going toward California, brother? Yeah. I thought, but west coming back, right? If you're coming back from Mississippi, yeah. then you're going west, yes. Okay, that's what I meant. I knew I knew something. Anyways. I'm, I'm sure y'all are passing through some sundown. Things. Yeah. Don't, uh, it's no way to avoid Especially them. in Louisiana. Look, yeah. there's been times we left there later than we should have because of, uh, you know, we having too much fun or whatever out there because my, my mom and dad's family lives out there. So mm-hmm. we see the whole family. So They run the block. Yeah. Oh, no. Facts, they yeah. stand on that. But I personally know now what did happen. I was with this guy. Yes, it did and happen. we were at, we were in fucking Talladega. No, we were we were driving through Alabama. Yeah, mm. I thought we had just passed Talladega though. Yeah, it's Alabama, brother. Oh, I thought Talladega <laughs> was the name of the. Uh, but you don't have to know because you don't drive. You, I mean, don't know but you should don't know drive. like basic, yeah. like where everything is. Look, all I know is Donald's like, hey, that's where Talladega Nights. And I was like, bet, <laughs> Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we drove through we drove through uh we're coming back from Carolina, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. And then we drove through Alabama and then they pulled me over. Yeah. They were following me for a fucking for long a like a long time. Where, you've told this before, right? Right. Oh yeah. god. Yeah, so they pulled me over and the and all they kept asking me was about Chris. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, what did I do? Like, Mind you. He's asleep. He is asleep. I wasn't I was asleep. I was, I was recording. This is like right when, like, this is like at the the, the very beginning of um, uh, fucking Trayvon and everything. So now I'm recording shit. Yeah. Uh, I, typically, what I record is that, because I've got pulled over with police before. Fuck No. But the Trayvon Shell's like, I don't know. <laughs> but I was drinking Hennessy. That's what's crazy. Full circle. I had a full bottle of Hennessy, and I'm making beats on my laptop. And I got the aux plugged in, and Dalton got to go sit through me starting this beat over 50,000 times. And, but he's just driving. And I was like, man, this cop been following me for a long time. And I was like, fuck yeah. nigga, we ball. And then he pulled him over. So now I pulled out my camera, and I got it to where, like, I'm shooting the, uh, the side <laughs> mirror. But it's catching every, you know, how the act, this shit works. So I'm like, man, I wonder what the fuck going on. And then um, Don gets back in the car. Yeah, well, he, yeah, because he's oh, like. you had to get out the car? Yeah, he was like, uh, he if he was asking me questions from the window. He kept asking me about Chris. And he was like, what are you doing? And then he said he pulled me over because I was following too close to somebody. And I was right. like, that's not true. Yeah. He um, saw me in the passenger seat. Yeah, so Probably he got me out the car, was... and all he kept asking me was questions about Chris. He's like, where y'all coming from? Yeah. I told him, North Carolina. I gave him my business card. Yeah. And then I was like, this is what we're out there for. We're opening, because I used to work for an app, so we were opening a zone in Charlotte. So me, he was like doing some street team shit, and then I was like doing all like the business meetings and shit. So we got paid to drive out there and come back. We got super paid that week. Super but paid. but um, he just kept asking me about Chris, and I was like, Chris is one of my. Like, I was like, he's my friend, but he's also an employee. We did he did some street team stuff. Here's our business card. It's a real app. You don't have it in Alabama because y'all suck. But uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and he was like, okay. And then he told Chris to get out the car. And I and I I'm pretty sure he asked him the same questions. Yeah, I, I don't honestly. I don't remember getting out of the car, but the I was henny, the henny, I, was, the henny was the henny was. But henny. I wasn't. I knew I wasn't worried. Like anything bad was about to happen. 
He's why? probably like. Why were you not worried? I don't know, but see, this is my thing. I, I and it's really not my thing. I really feel like this, the Lord, and I'm not capping right now. Oh God! I really do be getting like gut feelings about shit. So like, there's times when I know something bad is about to happen. It's been that way since like second grade. Like the day, another full circle moment. Like the day my brother passed, I knew something bad was gonna happen that day. And today's his birthday, so happy birthday. Ooh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. About your brother. But um, the day he passed, I got out of school, I walked home, and everything felt like Off. like I was looking at life like I was looking at my life from like outside my life. So I knew something was about to happen. That was a moment. But anyways, in that particular instance, I didn't feel no type of Nothing like I was like, bro. I don't know. Maybe that was me being naive in that situation because something could have happened, but I didn't feel like anything was gonna happen. And like I said, we got back in the car, so I was like, dog, like, what did he ask you? And I was like, shit, where are we coming from? What are we doing? Shit like that. What he asked you? It's like same thing, but all his questions were directed towards you. And I was like, oh, okay. I turned the beat back on. <laughs> yeah, we got to. He didn't. He, they didn't press me any further. I didn't get a ticket. Nothing. Um, they. They weren't like yelling at us or nothing like nah, that, but nah. it, it was definitely very strange, like the way they did it. But uh, but see, yeah. I don't know, bro. I feel like these experiences that I see via social media <clears throat> are like horrendous or whatever, right? Any interaction with police that I've seen where uh, any person of color is involved, it's always it always go left, rather. There's one video that's coming to my mind, like off the rip. There was a little boy, and he he went. I guess he went to the store, and they said he stole some chips, and he was probably like eight. And the police officers handcuffed him and put him in the car. And then there was like there was an older gentleman, black guy filming it. He was like, "Yo, what the fuck he do? He only eight years old. You don't know nothing. You didn't try to call his mom, and you didn't do nothing. You just throwing him away." And the cop was like, "He stole some chips." He was like, "Well, shit, I'll pay for the chips. Like, like why is he in handcuffs? Yada yada." I'm like, yo, that's that type of shit. Like, I've never seen that in real life. But I was just having this conversation with one of my friends today. Like, this shit on social media, yes, it's opened our eyes to um, a lot of things that, again, we, in my lifetime, I have not experienced. Like, I just haven't. Like, I've had run-ins with the police several times. Guns drawn at my mama's house. Like, Guns in my mom's face, all type of shit. Like, but even then, I'm just, it, it never really just bothered me, though. Like, it never bothered me. Like, this is just another day. Like, I don't know what and, that is, and, though. And I think, what does it mean to say that those traumatic experiences don't bother you? Maybe because it's it, it's happened so much. It's possibly. Not, you know, or I'm, or like, it's, on, it's been normalized for you. Possibly. The yep, scale, it the, is what it is. The scale, though, for me of like shit and like good, it might be skewed too. Because, like I said, my brother—I I was in second grade when my brother died. Mm. So since then, like a lot of shit's been like, yeah. I, I just my my patience and like how I see things and my views are you know have been skewed since then. But um, yeah, a lot of shit going on. Anyways, chapter five. Yes, chapter yes. five. So I started off with an identity wheel. Okay. Have y'all ever done an identity wheel? No. What okay, is an so, identity wheel? So Let's do it right now. What it looks like, and so I'll do a couple of. Let me see if I can find my page. Um, 
Hey, you got some really great uh, questions in here too. I, I, oh, I, 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 I definitely want to get to some of those because she uh, she actually read the book. Yeah. Okay, so um, some of the things I talk about are age, mm-hmm. um, like being child free. So um, so I'm 42. I'm child free. I'm great, a woman. Girl. You look great, girl. I'm black. Um, I'm not religious. I'm the youngest of three. My dad's a veteran. So all of these things that make up my identity. When I wrote this, it was like I'm currently able-bodied because we know that our abilities can change. Mm. And so when I fractured my arm, I was like, you know, I'm temporarily experiencing an ability, a slight ability difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I put, like, stuff in reference to education and work. Um, And so when y'all think about your identity wheel, what are, like, the top three identities that come up for you? Oh, hell. Yeah. I know Donald's off rip. Mary. Yes. Father. <laughs> yes. White. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mary, uh, father, white. Yeah. In, in that order? Uh, uh, married first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, father second for sure. But uh, and my wife's black, okay. so like, um, w- white is like is it's, 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 you can't escape that. You can't. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. I'm white. Yeah, you're white. But uh, <laughs> I was just born this way. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Mary first, because like if I wasn't Mary first, I wouldn't even have my son. Right. So like, um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Shelby. Yeah, Shelby, Ray. and then you know, Raiden's pretty new. I mean, he's and, and Dalton, you do know that people have sons without being married. Right? No, I don't. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying for me, yes, yes, I, yes. I was with her, and then okay. when I decided to marry her, we we were trying, we actively tried to have kids. There was okay. no accidents gotcha. here. It was planned. Gotcha. Um, that's why I was saying like. Without my wife, there would be no Raiden. So, like, yeah, that's why I got to keep my wife first. Um, so, I'm married first, father second, and then I'm white. But <laughs> just because I can't get away from me, I work. I mean, uh, I do a podcast. I mean, there's a lot of things I could say. I'm not. Uh, I'm, what does being white mean to you? Ooh. What does it mean to me? Mm-hmm. For me, myself, um, it's just something I was born as. Um, I. And like I've I've said it plenty of times, I recognize the privilege that I was given. Um, I don't I, like I'm not like a a white activist as right. you say. Like I don't right. um, like my wife be asking me what do white people do. I was like I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm not like <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't do white studies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't but, speak for white people. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I as far as like just being white, like I just it's something I was born as. Um, I guess I can identify as it because I am white, but I'm, it's not something I'm like entrenched in. Like I'm not like sitting here like thinking about the like I'm not thinking about the white privilege. I'm not thinking, but because it's just something that happens. Like I'm I'm here, right? right. I, I can't change that, but uh, I try to use it in other ways, like my voice, that uh, you know who I'm around, things like that. Um, how I grew. I mean, I grew up in a very eclectic anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. I can say Dalton has Mr. Rogers his 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 sure. way sure. into sure. everyone's sure. hearts. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Um he definitely like to be my neighbor. <laughs> type shit. Like for sure. real though, like he, he took in me and like two other uh black guys that but what brought us together was music. Like Dalton yeah. was Music, you yeah. know, he liked the roots and shit, and Kanye, <laughs> and so we was like, ah, I think we can identify with that, and we want to make music too. And he had the tools for us to, um, 
flush flesh out our vision. And Dawn has gone on to <laughs> I know he don't think about it this way, but like two of his friends that he helped in this way with music have went on to get signed by major labels that are doing music and shit like for real. Uh got these views, they got placements, Netflix, Spider Man, all this shit, right? So even me with a little WWE shit, you know? So like Dawn has <laughs> definitely helped uh far more than he has done any damage. Any merit to a black woman, so <laughs> okay. that's like fifty thousand points right there. Yep. And their son is gorgeous. So oh like you gotta God. add on to that. The cutest baby I've ever seen. <laughs> None of my friends are ugly though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, no. I gotta, let me let me say that off we the, don't off the bat. We don't hang with ugly people. We don't hang with ugly people. No, that's that's on the outside, inside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, period. <laughs> that inside, that's the important part. The, in, the inside's definitely more important because yeah. look, if Dalton wasn't who he was, he could have been he could have been uh he could have been purple, you know what I'm saying? But the essence of what makes Dalton Dalton ain't got shit to do with what he looked like. Period. And I feel like he feels the same way about me. I'm a good guy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Amanda, what's your uh, uh, will? What identities come up for you, Amanda? You know. You're a mom, <laughs> first yes, and foremost. I, I am. First and foremost, I am a mom. You're a bodyqua. Everything and anything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you kind of sleep. I'm trying to help her. Give her some, ideas. Give her some yeah. ideas. No, I am a mom. Anything and everything that I do is for my kids. So that's first and yep. foremost. I am a mom. Miles is downstairs. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go grab Miles him. is here. Yeah. <gasps> go no. Great. Oh my god, I'm so happy. I just got so happy. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm I'm a mom. Um, honestly, what I think about what identifies me is I'm a hustler. I don't think I've ever met anyone that works as hard as I do, as much as I do, and that goes back to my number one. I'm a mom, and that's why I do it. Um. Basically, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, I'm a Mexican. What? What? What made you decide to become a mom? I actually never wanted to be a mom. Okay. I never wanted kids. Um. I met my son's, or I'm sorry, I met my daughter's dad when I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I had our daughter when I was 15. Um. But, yeah, no, it just, you know, it happens. Um, not something that I saw for myself, that I wanted for myself, but my kids are, you know, my everything. Uh, my son was more of a, when I met his dad, I was very clear on, I don't want children. I never wanted children. I don't want any more children. And, you know, I was dead set on that. And he was okay with it. And then he came back to me and was like, okay, well, I want kids. And I basically told him, I was like, well, I don't. So we're done. And I broke up with him. Um, three months later, I was like, all right, I miss this person. I love this person. I'm willing to compromise with this person. And so we came to an agreement. I was like, look, you want kids? I'll give you one. And then I'm getting my tubes tied. Um, but I don't want to be your baby mama. I want to be your wife. I want to be the mother of your child. Like, I want to do this the right way. So that was our compromise. And we did it. Um, but, yeah, um, I love my kids, though. I've got a 14. Well, my daughter will be 14 this year, and my son just turned two. Oh, 
I got a, oh, you got a little one. I got a little baby. He's so cute, too. One. And then you got one that can help with the little one. She's great. I love. Well, okay. She's great sometimes. She's got attitude. Oh, come on. She got attitude. She got attitude. Well, she's her father's daughter. She is just like her dad. Well, they say, hey, you get what you give your parents. Look, I was a great kid. Okay, I was a great kid. Other than getting pregnant, I was a great kid. But she really is just like her dad. It's actually pretty funny. Um, I met them through my daughter's dad. So they're all really, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I met them. Just because the relationship that I have with my daughter's dad and his wife. um, So we actually, we were in New Orleans this past weekend celebrating his wife, Katie, her birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's that's pretty cool. I love that we have that like Mm -hmm. close-knit friendship family. So I'm actually engaged now, and Katie is my ex-husband's wife. She's going to be my maid of honor. Oh, so wow. That's, that's good. That's how yeah. close they we co-parent are. They co-parent for real. Yeah, they, they, yeah, we co-parent. Hello. Y'all, y'all deep in that thing. Y'all yeah. deep in that thing. Deep in the co-parenting game. Hi, babe. How are you? Oh, God. So good to see you. This boy just popped in. What's up, man? How we doing? How's it going? My brother. Good God. Hello. Eyes and a pardon the left-handed shake. I'm in and I'm out. He's in and I'm out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And you, sir? What are your identities? Now it's your turn to talk. Talk, trying to talk After for you me. Trying to talk for everybody. Yeah, else. Just like a man. I'm a, I'm a non-driver. Mansplain everybody else's identities. Just like a damn Did man. Did I mansplain? Is that what the That's exactly what you I'm mean. I'm a non-driver. I'm a. Uh, uh, I identify as. Um, three identities that you feel like come up most for you or that three. you think about most. Big dog. Big dog. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Uh. Here's I think, my wheel. Okay, yeah, let if me you see what you got. want to kind of think about yeah. some of the things. Okay, I'm 31. Okay. I am not my Leon. <laughs> uh, oh, I am my Leon. I think that I am, uh, what's the word? Like, I'm a, uh, I get after it. What does that mean? What What word am I looking for? Hustler. Hustler. Not hustler. No. Nope. Nah, fuck. What it's like, I'm... Uh, determined. I think that's oh, a word. Okay. Yeah, I'm determined for sure. Um, in all determined aspects to get of on life, my fucking nerves. Yeah, I said all. I, I'm saying <laughs> all, determined to get on my fucking all nerves. All aspects of life, I'm yeah. determined. That's like uh, uh, music, my my job, mm-hmm. like determined to see a better day. Like I'm just determined. I'm a determined person. Um, uh. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm musically inclined. Okay, <laughs> that's very important to my identity. Your uh, music, yes. your art, very. He says he is. A little. He says yeah. he is. Yeah. But you know, we, we ain't really seeing nothing. Hater. Uh, <laughs> hater. And that was three, bro. That's cool. Yeah. I said determined, musically inclined, and my last one would be. Uh, 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 I care. I care. I care. Okay. I care about stuff. Okay. <laughs> For sure. A lot, actually. I care. More, more than I should. That is a big part of my identity. It is. Caring. <laughs> Caring is. Because I could not care. But I do. A lot. 
We're glad you care. I, I'm, I guess. I'm glad I don't care too. I guess. So yeah. what? What made? Where, where? Where did this idea come from to make a wheel? So yeah, and actually, how do we do this? Absolutely. So we um we do identity wheels with students. Like you know, working at Young Leader Strong City, we get students to. Th- to start thinking about their identities mm-hmm. and what those different identities mean for them and how they show up. Yeah. And so like people just go through and they like write out like three of the identities they think about most identities that they think about the least. So maybe I don't, I never think about the fact that I wear glasses, like that I can't see clearly without right. my glasses. I don't, right. I don't really think about ha- not having 2020 vision, but thinking about like, like what are these identities? What do they mean to you? What are the things you think about most? What are the things that you think about least? What are some of the things that you have privileges associated with? So I'm heterosexual, and there are privileges associated with that. Right. Um, and so, so thinking about all those identities and how they show up. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I spend a lot of time in here. I, I spend a little section talking about, um, so for a long time, like, my dad has always pushed education, pushed education. Right. I read that. Yes. So I worked on my PhD for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I like was at the dissertation stage. That's where that article um, about the McKinney neighborhood came from. And so one morning I just woke up and I was like, I ain't feeling it no more. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Like, mm. like, I can be more impactful working with people right. and working on major projects than continuing to, um, than to continue the the dissertation. Mm-hmm. So. I actually there was something um in your okay. Mm-hmm. First first of all, please pronounce your name one more time. Kazana. Kazana. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kazana. Yep. So what stuck out to me was um and I, be- I believe your dad said this. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do not dim your light or allow people to rename you because you deserve the full respect that everyone else gets, and it starts with being called by your name. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, is so powerful in mm. itself because and and you you had even touched on you know white people can have these very dis, very very long weird german names russian names and you know white people have no problem you know pronouncing yeah. those but when it's a person of color you know of course what's your nickname yeah, yeah. what's your what, nickname what, oh we're gonna, we're gonna shorten sure. that yeah. or we're gonna no. or, or you're just gonna completely well, not butcher my name. no you're not, <laughs> not going, going to take to. my identity absolutely. from me yeah absolutely and the way that like shows up is like i know that i have a name that can be challenging to pronounce mm-hmm. you look at it you may not Im- immediately know and so i always say hello you know my name is Kazana, mm-hmm. and giving people grace because i know they will make mistakes i need to I'm, I'm working on that my name, giving, giving people, people grace. grace i'm working on giving people grace well, when people yeah, are strike system. when people <laughs> just immediately try to shorten your name that's a, that's it's that's a, a it's a no yeah. no i already have a strike no. against you because <laughs> yes. you are taking my identity from me and i absolutely exactly. love that there and was, the other part of it is you 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 think about the ancestry of you know enslavement and the changing of names so uh in 2023 yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You think you about to change my name? Yeah. The last name already been changed. Let's right. Get, let me tell you what we're not going to do. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to change the first. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. So. There yeah. you go. So I, I talk about my name. Mm-hmm. I talk about hair. Yes. Um. And so like, yes. like growing up, like, you know, the, the getting your hair pressed as a little black girl. Mm-hmm. And having know, to sleep pretty, having to sleep pretty. You can't get no sleep when you're no. sleeping pretty because you're having just like that's a whole. Piece I have of trouble with that today. That people don't think <laughs> to this about. day. Yeah, don't worry about that. You but it's you like you ain't never gonna be you pretty. Know, yeah, and, and we're at a time where oh hell, I hear my ass in the back. What? What? I heard you in the back saying something, but it's no. like you know all of the different parts of yeah, like a hair journey. Yeah, no, and then even being a you know being Hispanic. I remember one of my biggest things that I absolutely hated, I would be, and I, I was little, and I had hair that would go past my butt. And there would be a white lady behind me in the grocery store, and she would just grab my hair. And it's like, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. And you're just yeah. grabbing my hair. And, yeah. and she, oh, but it's just so long and beautiful and thick. Don't touch At least ask. Boundaries. <laughs> God damn, Boundaries. Absolutely. And to this day, I still have people, and, and, I, I think I'm just so used to it now that random people will just grab my hair out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm just used to it. Wow. I'm used to people touching me without asking for my permission. And no one should ever touch you. No. Without asking for your But permission. that's just how we grew it's up. Not, it's, it's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not. It, and we have to change that. We, we have do. to change yeah. that generation. But then if I try to say something, if I try, oh, I've got attitude yeah. or, or I'm spicy mm-hmm. or... Oh, you and I'm just like no. they feed into stereotypes. They feed into the stereotype. Absolutely. Oh, oh, you're a psycho, crazy Latina. Do you? I mean, I can fucking show you for sure. Do you? But this is me being normal. Do you identify with this at all, Dawson? What? <laughs> do, do people? Has anybody ever tried to touch you? And you didn't want to be touched. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. seriously asking. Um, has not, any, not like my hair, obviously. Because has anyone I, I, ever I can, disrespected your boundaries? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Of physically, <laughs> of has course. anyone physically disrespected your boundaries? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's definitely yeah, happening. Definitely happening. Uh, <laughs> from some of these motherfuckers right here. Well, look, God, I can't help it. You got that. Miles knows what I'm talking about, bro. I can't help it. Right. But <laughs> I definitely. We talking about you want to talk about boundaries? Yeah, yeah. y'all motherfuckers <laughs> cross a lot of fucking boundaries. <laughs> hey, but it's all out of love. We love you, bro. We you so welcoming. You. Welcoming. They, they these motherfuckers are locked my bedroom door. <laughs> grab my laptop. Proceeded to record a sex tape on my laptop. That wasn't now. It wasn't no, no not him. Oh yeah, yeah. Chaz, for context, put it back in my room. Relock the door. So I get back in there. I open up. The first thing I see is this man getting (laughs) his his shit sucked on my laptop, full screen. I'm like, this is not like that's not cool. Like, what what the fuck is this shit? What is this? No shit like that. The most I've done, I've done some stuff, but I ain't do no shit like that. Boundaries, but yeah, boundaries are important. These motherfuckers like use my bedroom as a fucking playground and shit. Dalton, you're you're you keep saying y'all and you you y'all is a very big word, but I think he is directing it towards you at one point or another. I I need you to not lie. You were young and dumb once, Chris. 
Yeah. I've, yeah. I've definitely overstepped some boundaries in my yeah. day. I'm that's a habitual line stepper. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've me. had a line step. <laughs> so much habitual. grace Dalton has. So much uh, grace. I'd be swinging. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. It is sometimes warranted, but not because of me. It was always. I reached the breaking point one time, and one that was time. for my AC unit. One of that <laughs> for his AC unit. I, I was I got in my car. They put confetti in my. Oh, oh. yeah, bro. We, they put confetti in my AC. I turned my car on full blast. <laughs> All the confetti I blew, and, I, and that was that was the last straw. Yeah, they had too much time. Yeah, I had too much time. Oh, oh, you talking about whenever they they were talking shit? I don't know. Yeah, that was a different story though. Like. That's because they were like, um, we had got we went to South by Southwest, the music festival in Austin. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I look, I read. Ask Miles, Miles, you were there. Miles, how big was this house? Miles, how big was this house though? It was pretty big. Yeah, it was. It was a big ass house, right? And so basically, I I had I had like I was like Miles was supposed to be there, Brandon. I didn't know they were bringing extra people though. Yeah. So it was legit twelve people there. Oh yeah. yeah. So I didn't know they were bringing How many people were supposed to be there. Like six. six, six. Oh, yeah. was this Airbnb? Yeah, yeah, but but we were all supposed to get our, like our own room, place to sleep. Like he called the love sack. Yeah. And then so we all got our, like space. I didn't know they were bringing extra people, so they brought some people from their college, and they. No. You leaving it out though? <laughs> what? You figured it out. Oh. That's and different you came though. Back. No, 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 no. But this is why. This is how it got started. Though. Oh yeah. You came back after you had just got drunk. Yeah. Drinking mason jars and the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came back. That's when you popped it off. Oh yeah, that, that's right. Okay, so <laughs> Adam actually was the one who got me home yeah, that day. Adam, Adam was there. So um, yeah. So I was I was saucy. So I went to bed. Right. I went to bed. But while I was trying to sleep, because you know when you're drunk trying to go to sleep, you yeah, don't just go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to go to sleep. And I just hear these uh, uh, women chirping down the room. They're like, uh, they were talking to Brandon, and yeah. they were like, they were like, he finessing you because he don't have no space for you. He didn't, he didn't plan for you. Like, she, and then like, this isn't how your break's supposed to go. So I get up, I walk out there, I said, bitch, you got a fucking problem. <laughs> I said, you can get a, Yeah, I was like, you can get the fuck out of here. I was like, I was like, I'm not even. I was like, I didn't even charge you to be here. Like. Lying. No, no. Dalton would never. Yeah. Sounds like Dalton did. Yeah. 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 But I was like, they took him out of character. But I was like, y'all didn't pay to be here. I did. Like, I, I didn't. I didn't know y'all were even coming. All right. So if you don't have no place to stay, you could leave or you could sleep on the floor. I don't know. Pick one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you do your head like that, Dalton? Yeah, I was doing all sorts of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was drunk, so I was I was losing my mind. Yeah. But yeah, that was like. Yeah, I only seen Dalton out of character one time. I've see that's one thing though. Okay, this is a stereotype. White men are crazy, <laughs> quietly crazy. I don't know if I've done anything crazy. Though. Quietly nah, crazy. He, not, not not. I don't get in fights or nothing. I don't do nothing. Nothing. He said nothing. Craziest I, thing I've I seen Dalton do. And call someone bitch. <laughs> was like. I don't know. Start dancing in a room full of black people. That's probably like <laughs> the craziest that, shit for don't real. Like don't the first that. time, like. I was like, yo, what? But it was it was like a unicorn. Though. Yo, what? It was like. Was it good dancing? No, 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 no. Don't get that. Don't get that. Don't get that. All right. But like, we ran like the Curtain Club or something. No, not Curtain Club. We no, was at uh, we was at Off the Record, 
And you know, when you're in a group, it was like everybody girl was there and we were all there. We were just vibing in our little circle. But then they played that right one. And then all <laughs> the eyes was on. It was, what it, was the song? It, had to, it was something to I jig to. I, I don't know what song it was. Don Don started jigging. But this is the first time he started jigging. Like, I've seen Don jig, but not in like an audience. I didn't know Don was this comfortable around black people to his baby shower, though. Nigga. When I got to the baby, you shower. talking about the baby birthday? Yes. Oh, it's not the shower. The percent black people. Yeah. Oh right? no, bro. I had dogs. Shelby like, is black. Shit. I had dogs. <laughs> Shelby <laughs> is black. I'm like, it look like some of my shit. Don 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 came to my mom's birthday party and was there frying chicken with me. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I had him out. We went to a fucking academy that day. Yeah. And all type of shit. We getting our, our wood chips. All type of shit for the for the grill. Don, we got back. We started barbecuing in, and Southside Breeze came on. I still need man. to know what was the song, though. I know, it was, right? It was, what are your top three songs okay, that you um, like today instead? Top three songs. Let's, let's yeah. Dance yeah. Pimp, Pimp, for sure. Pimp, yes, by, by, uh, uh, Young, by Nation. Uh, Young Nation, yes, for sure. That'll give me every time. Every time. Uh, How does it go? I don't think I know that. Well, let's get to the business. <laughs> I'm, I'm a young pimp. 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 Oh, you was okay, that? what's number two? Oh, you know the song. You just wanted him to say it. Is that what that was? No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay like okay. legit, did not oh. know the song. Mm, number two, J Lo. Uh, did you say J Lo? No, no, he said Jam. Jam. He said Jam. But he, he said gonna like two, turn up to and dance to and okay. shit. Yeah. Mm, I don't know what. Uh, I, oh, uh, one he, one's gonna get him out his body is two chains. Uh, uh, oh, watch out! Watch out! Yeah, I did the housing. Yeah, that's gonna get him out his body every time. I'm trying to think of dance songs. Uh, pimp will do it every time, but uh, he gonna dance the pimp every time. Yeah, that. No, nah, Southside the Real's gonna be out there. That's not really. That's not no dance. Really that's all no, aggression. No, you just no, rap that's just that straight shit. aggression. That's all yeah. aggression. We're all doing it. We're yeah, all doing yeah. it. Aggression. Um, Big protein. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on Jenkins songs right now. It's been a while. Honestly, that's the one. And I guess that was the one that was playing that night. Because when I tell you, it, it, it came out of, I've seen him dance. But I haven't seen him dance in a public space. So when he did it, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? It, but everybody, you know where everybody started forming the circle. Go, white boy. Oh, go, white boy. Go, white, go, white boy. boy. I was like, this is my dance right here. I'm definitely getting laid off Not this nigga tonight. I'm him the henny that, at the wedding. I'm getting some cheeks off of just knowing dog tonight. <laughs> we left that. We came the, in there regular the people. We left superstars. Were you nervous? Oh no, no, because I've seen them dance outside again. Okay, gotcha. when, when it's just the homies and we chilling and drinking and shit, you know, town tune, cool. And public, but they, but you gotta think we around peers that are all black and they not all like me or or Miles even. Like you know, you got other black people. So seeing a white person dance, they gonna be like. You know, they go give him the, you know, but you know, he showed it proved. <laughs> but don't don't know. Before that, I went to every black person individually. It's like, yo, this my man's. <laughs> this, this my homie right here. This my man's. Look, this my man's. He, he's cool. He good. Thank you. Like, chill. Yeah. Basically, let's say don't be fucking with. Yeah, don't be fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm his OG. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Don't when you when you when you bring a when you bring a white person to a person of colors like event yeah, gathering, you gotta, anything, know. He, you gotta he, let him yeah, know. He cool. Like, he with this me. Person is cool. They're with me. They're chill. Don't. Honestly, they saw me and Dog walk in together. I really didn't have to say nothing. That's how much you know. what I'm saying that's how all much right, pool right. a nigga got. You know what I'm saying? Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> like Dog is good. So Dog is good let from me, here. Let me ask y'all this. Okay. Have y'all ever brought somebody around and they fuck shit up? 
Yes. Rich. One thousand. <laughs> Rich. One billion percent. Bro, we were at. Matter of fact, these Wait, are dog. Ridge? Ridge is uh, Ridge. Bengali, and his mom right. is German. German. Bengali and German. Right. Okay, so what do he do to fuck up? Okay, so we were at Dalton people's. This was Dalton's high school friends. His uh, somebody he went to high school where he was a DJ. And so is this person black? White? Yeah, it was a black. It was, but I think it was a mixed party. It was like black Hispanic but the, the people. DJ is black, people yeah. the, okay. the DJ was black. Michael, yeah. So he was like, uh, "Shit, we finna just throw on some beats. I got a mic. Y'all come up here and freestyle." Ridge don't got no rhythm. He can't dance. He don't even talk on rhythm. On he on got the on the mic, bro. And he was like, he was tossed. The, what, the, I don't know the cadence in which he said it, but the one line is remember, he Bengali now. The one line this nigga said, he was like, Y'all think we did 9 11, but that was Bush. And then we were like, Bridge, get the fuck out the mic, bro. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, yeah, was Why wild. did you? Why, bro? Bridge was so drunk that night, somebody had to drive his car home, I had to knock on his mom. He face planted. He got that mic and he was like, and George Bush yeah, don't care. Right, exactly. Exactly. But look. And he had no rhythm. Though. I had to knock on his yeah. mom door like and drop him off like he was dead. Like, We're I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, have like, fun. Yeah. Return nigga, to Sunday. Bro, this nigga was on the ground slumped. His girlfriend was calling me. The girl he was dating at the time, she was calling me like, Chris, where's Ridge? I was like, I think I ain't coming to the phone right now. She's like, my mom just had a heart attack. And I, and I, and I, I'm like, Wait, Yo. was it crazy? Not that. It was another crazy. Oh, damn. Somebody really had a heart attack? Yeah, the same The girl he was, oh, wow. yeah. She had a heart Her mom. Her mother, yeah. Yeah. Literally oh, wow. having that same night. Literally. Oh, wow. Is she still alive? Uh, I, to my knowledge, she is. She, she survived that yeah, instant. Yeah, I don't know about how shit going now. Yeah, that was a wild day. But back to the book. Yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Back I did say what I said. Oh, Lord. She got him. Oh, okay. I got one if, while you looking, man. Go because mine's going to be quick, probably. Yours is dumb, isn't it? No. Well, depending what on What is eyes. a book? What's up with pages? So, originally... I, I, when Dalton told us because we have a group chat about the podcast yeah. so when he told us we were having you on mm-hmm. uh, he said the book was uh, rated five stars but I don't know why in my head I was like oh she got a number one bestseller <laughs> oh, right well, I'll see what they don't ask questions that's exactly what I want to get to uh-huh. how, how we so do what's the book charts like okay. it's on Amazon and so what they do is like the we have a certain day in a certain time frame mm-hmm. and we're in a certain category. Mm-hmm. And so on our day in our time frame, we did reach number one and was like in in like the financial something category. Right. And we reached number one. Now, we didn't stand number one all day. You know, you kind of move around. But during that particular time, you're number one on Amazon. Yeah. So that our original question that we posed uh, the last episode we were all together is how do they gauge why is every book every single book is a seems to be a number one bestseller right but I, you you just added a lot of context because they break it down by in category, category by day okay it's like category it's day uh-huh. it's you know a time frame um, and thinking about like what books came out on that particular day. Mm. Um, so it's it's a lot of different so, factors. That makes sense. Okay. Realistically, me and yeah. Dalton could drop a book tomorrow and put in in, in if, if music. If a bunch of people bought it, yeah. And then if nobody else drop a book in music that day, 
dealing with music, most, we're yeah. going to be number one, basically. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Nice. That makes sense. Nice. That was my question. Nice. Thank you for mm-hmm. answering. Yeah. I checked with, um, so like they can look on the back end and see like how many copies you sold or whatever. And I think like a couple of weeks ago, the book came out like May 25th. And so a couple of weeks ago, it was at like 1,200 copies. So. Congratulations. Yeah. Hopefully this episode made people go buy, buy yeah. some more. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Huh? You said what? Well, twelve hundred and however. Oh, you yeah, said we yeah, only yeah. got one listening. That's funny. Well, shit, buy the book, man. I'm buying it. I said what? It's on Amazon. The book is called "I Said What I Said." It's right there. Okay. It's good. It's good. An anthology of black women in nonprofit. Yes. I was trying to tell them on the way up. That it was uh, a group of women that wrote the book, but I couldn't figure out the words you kept using. I was saying all type of shit. Oh, anthology, yeah. No, no, it was what? the group. You called it a... Uh, the Black a, Women in Nonprofit Leadership It started with a C. Cohort. Cohort. Yes. Yeah, I was trying Cohort. to... I said conglomerate. <laughs> then I said cheesecake. <laughs> I said all type of shit. <laughs> Everything but the right word. Everything but the right word. word. That's what I'm good for. Everything but the right word. God damn. Yeah. God damn. So has this... Writing this chapter in this book, has this... Opened your mind, your your um, artistry up to wanting to write more books. Yeah, in you, the future? are you? Do you want yeah, to write more? We, what are we? I what think, are we expecting from I, in the future? I think I do want to write. What's the more. next drop? Um, it'll probably be an article. Okay. Um, and I and I just think about like my my lack of awareness about accessibility issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like like with our programming, we're trying to be more conscious of being accessible and so like having my little temporary injury made me so aware of different accessibility challenges so like going to the conference and like trying to feed like I'm right-handed and I fractured my my right wrist so like even just like trying to feed yourself or trying to open up doors um you know imagine being at a buffet line you gotta (laughs) carry the the plate then you gotta scoop all the stuff but it's like all like opening a water bottle so thinking about you know, accessibility on a lot of different fronts and being more mindful of it, being more conscious of it. Um, so, so I definitely, I'm thinking about like something in that regard. Nice. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm something of a author myself. Oh. Chris. Christopher, <laughs> stay in your, stay in your lane. I am. Stay in, stay in that music lane that you kind of. I'm an author. Me. Wouldn't you say? I published works before I wrote it. Right, like write songs or what? Yeah, I, I, I dabble. You know, got some bars. Don dabbles. Let's hear some bars. Oh no, oh, y'all ain't no. finna catch me on. The- <laughs> got a cipher? We gonna do a cipher? <laughs> a no B cipher? Does that make me a publisher with my art? Uh, no. What, wait, what are we talking about? You talking about the? <laughs> yeah. that, uh, no, it doesn't. Possibly. No. A model, at least. No. That, that doesn't make her an author. Is what no. she's saying. No. She, it doesn't. Oh, because oh, because I said published. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> no. No. What other questions you got over there? I have. I have quite. Go a, go I go have go. So many. I'm interested. <laughs> but actually, more of like notes regarding okay. the book. Okay. So um, so you said you have actually met majority of these women, correct? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So one that I actually I really really enjoyed um is Brenda J. Gomez. Okay, yes. Loved her. Yes. Loved right. her story. Um, she, she one thing that I actually really, really did enjoy is that she does what I do. So she has like daily affirmations just because mm-hmm. I am 
the first person to talk down to myself. I'm always like tearing myself down and picking at myself. And so I have learned to just kind of like every day give myself a daily effort, just an affirmation, just try and build myself up, try and catch myself before I talk down on myself. And then she also has it to where um, you know, she has like sticky notes and I do too. I have a couple of like, I have two notes in my bathroom mirror. And what so, so, um, so one of them states that, you know, even though it seems like it, the world actually wants you to succeed. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then the other one is, um, when life is throwing everything and anything at you to bring you down, remember who you are and what you came from and build yourself up. Oh, those are really good ones. So constantly having to do that. And, you know, when reading the book, imposter syndrome is something Mm. that I am just. Thumbs up over and over and over. We tell ourselves we're not good enough. We can't do it. We can't make it. Mm. And those affirmations counteract that. Yeah. It's like you think about all the things because we were told not to, like, oh, don't be cocky, don't be conceited. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, we're told, you know, like, dim your light, you're doing too much. But you're the too reality loud, is you're too this, other people you're just too might that. not be, in enough, be doing enough. Exactly. And so it's like that opportunity and ability to show up fully as yourself, to show up in your authenticity. And it's like you already know that you're really great at all these different things. We all have our things that we're really great at. Mm-hmm. And so you have to affirm yourself first because if you don't believe in you, who's going to believe in you? Hey, Miles, I feel like she's speaking to you right now because I feel like out of everyone in this room, I feel like you believe in you more than anyone believes in themselves. <laughs> so you can agree with what she's saying. Absolutely, right? Okay. Do you have any affirmations that you tell yourself before you sit down and – if 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 I would say it in public in front of y'all, y'all would think I'm crazy though. No, no say it. Say it. Speak the truth. But there's it never, there's never a point in time to where I wake up and I'm not the greatest human to ever do what I do. Hop up out of bed. The thing is though, I go look at opportunities to show people what I'm saying is correct. Right. Yeah. That's my whole thing. I haven't been wrong yet, though. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, but again, my whole life has come from that. Just thinking, like, man, I'm so crazy with it. Yeah, I'm not even going hard. You I'm felt you you up. felt you felt that way your whole life. Pretty much. Man, who put yeah. it in you? Who who allowed you to, to wish, build up your confidence in I that way? Just, I wish I could just say that, but I felt like I'm just a combination of like all my influences from like my mother, brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like them. But I just maximized it okay. on such a level that made sense in my adult life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and I said, in the field anytime, that you're trying to, yeah, ach- like anytime, achieve. like I wake up, it's like there's no, there's no way somebody who got the same blood as me is <laughs> like, doing this. Yeah, not like this. Yeah. They might try. It sounds good. Yeah. They can't do it the way you gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. Like miles. They got to combine. Probably eight or nine niggas. <laughs> you need ninety nine more niggas. <laughs> when you get to that point, to it's a hundred and two niggas. Yeah, I might start to sweat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Any other time? Not really, bro. So yeah, I feel that's the affirmation, right? Yeah, now. I feel you. that's just how I feel. Like, also, you know what? from now on, whenever I'm feeling down, I'm gonna call Miles. <laughs> no, for real.
uh, <clears throat> to add on to what he's saying, um, what Miles is really good at, though, is like letting you know something's not good. Like, not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not being comfortable with like medi- mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Like, I can hear something as far as a, a, a Drake record or whatever, and I'm like, yo, I actually, this is, this is, we had a conversation, like 2 a, 3 a.m. I posted a song at like 1 uh, on Instagram, like, yo, I was a little critical of this song, like, I'm identifying with this record right now. It was that Search and Rescue song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Miles DM'd me, 3 o'clock in the morning. He just, know what's up, how's life? Nothing. Hey, this song sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't critical. You were right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but like he's good at that. Like, don't just because yeah somebody's waking up and and has this capability to make music and put it out and whatever. That, are they doing what is right? Right, like yeah. right with that power or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Miles is really good at that. He is. He is. I knew yeah. him all of two hours and. Asked him to make me a playlist, and that is actually my number one playlist that I listen to every single day. Every single day. What's your favorite song on the playlist? Oh fuck! There's like you knew it was coming. Four. No, there's like no, there's there's no way there could just be one. one I thought you threw some jams she never heard of. Before. No, literally, they all shit I worked on. And, okay. Yeah, and that's and you could tell too. You could tell that Miles touched every single song, and it's just because like. Whenever he was, whenever you were in Katie's car and you were playing music, and I looked at Katie and I was like, "Is this his music? Is this stuff that he?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "That's yeah." That was beat SM one two seven five. Y'all gonna have to share this playlist with the listeners. Y'all gonna have to share Miles' playlist. Playlist too. Yeah. It's my playlist. You don't know. No, this is my playlist. That was made personally for me. Is music that's out or unreleased? Shit that I gave her was out. Oh, yeah. Okay. But the funny shit is when I was at his son's birthday party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What happened? He started stunting on my son's birthday. <laughs> he was asleep by this point, but yeah. I was drunk. <laughs> I'm just playing. He's playing unreleased shit. Playing. <laughs> That's that unreleased shit. shit. I'm like, man, it's your son's birthday. Well, you know what? It's my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> Happy motherfucking birthday. For real. It was funny because people were like, Do you have a song with this person? He was like, Watch. Turn it on. And then, shout out to affirmations. I think it's good to have that conversation. Absolutely. You with yourself before you even present yourself to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's always good. My only question is, where is God in all this? Who? God. Part of Amanda. Amanda. Amanda has left the chat. Okay. Part of my idea. I am not religious. You're not religious. You said what? Yeah. Okay. If you feel like sharing. Why is God not in your? Why isn't religion isn't, but spirituality or so, anything? So, so let me let me let me give you a little backstory. Okay. Okay. So my parents, mm-hmm. Helen and Johnny, have been married fifty one years. Shout out to Helen. And Johnny. Helen and Johnny. Shout, shout out to Helen and Johnny. Fifty one years. Fifty one years. That's a long time. Helen is a devout. Southern Primitive Baptist Church lady complete with the hat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> My daddy is a Vietnam veteran and he's agnostic, atheist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm Baptist, I say. Mm-hmm. She's because got the mix like, of both. I ain't going to start no shit if we playing in a fa- family, you know, if there's praying going on. In right, a right, function. right, right. 
we're not gonna go down that right <laughs> we're not that's how i know that's how road. i know where i'm going because i'll be like the fuck are y'all doing oh. like mm, we're not gonna go down that rabbit yeah. hole but yeah i'm not not religious yeah okay and it's just by choice or did something ha- okay 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 yeah yeah no i grew up uh catholic um up until i was 13 went to catholic school um Church Monday night, Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and uh, yeah, no, uh, got pregnant and had to go in front of my family's church in front of eight old ass men and confess my sins and be shunned oh. from the church. Oh so I was like, "Cool, fuck you." And, and the click you, you claim. didn't have a Reverend N. L. Robinson in your life. Fuck you and the click the you trauma. claim. The trauma. My, yeah. um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, young age again, full circle. Second grade, brother passed. I was like, "Yo, is my mom made me go to church every Sunday? Supposed to pray, supposed yep. to do all this." And my, you took my brother, man, and I'm like, I don't know what, what's going on with that. So for a while, I was like, I don't know, bro. Like I know I'm supposed to, but like why? I had to find that relationship for myself, and not yep. because of what my parents or or my aunt at the time was trying yeah. to get me to do, right? So there was one day, I don't know where the fuck we was coming from, but I was with Chaz, and he he just it started raining, right? But I live, I live right on the edge of Arlington where Grand, Arlington and Grand Prairie meets. So it was raining in Grand Prairie, but we in Arlington and it's dry, literally. So he looked at that and he was like, "You can't tell me God ain't real, bro." <laughs> and I was like, no. "Well, I was just I, that's some Chaz shit though." I was like, yeah. "I was like, I was like, word, but why you say that?" He was like, bro, we nothing but we, you know, we from light to light. You know what I'm saying? However long the lights are apart. That's where we were at. From Arlington to Grand Prairie. Like, bro, we right here. It's raining right there. Who, what, where, when, why can do that shit? Science. <laughs> All right, bro. Science. Everybody has their different. My science. my whole thing about science and it's what I this is what I truly believe. This is how this is how I choose to look at science. All science is and some nerds that decided <laughs> I like that word. But listen, science are some nerds that wanted to study God's creations and break that shit down. They gave it the they gave it the okay. they gave it the numbers, how, protons, electrons, neutrons, uh, the the mass, this and that. But all this shit is already they they didn't make anything new. All this shit was already here. They're just breaking down what God had already gave us like this is why this works like this we didn't have that answer god didn't give us why a cow moves and a dolphin <laughs> swims you know what i'm saying he didn't do that i don't know i'm not i'm, I'm just yeah I, I'm, I'm not trying one to of, one of my main i ain't here to convert atheists yeah, no, believers. No, no, no. okay but like one of, one, of, one of the main things that gets me too is like oh i prayed for this and god answered my prayers no the yeah. fuck he didn't shit over time no, the fuck, no I mean, because but, you again, know what no 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 but you're right you're right like, I'm you can pray, right. you can pray and right. pray and pray and pray, or you can get up and go do something about it. That's a fact. Get up and go get it. That's because I can tell you right here, right now, when I was younger, I prayed for a lot of things and that shit didn't happen. But then I got up and I started making it happen. Did, okay, okay. But it happened eventually, right? Because of me. But it happened. No, because that uh, motherfucker didn't do a damn thing. But it happened. Because uh, of me. Duh. All I want you to say is it happened or it didn't happen. It did happen because okay, okay. of me. Yeah. Because of me. This is gonna see these are the conversations yeah. when you talk about religion. This is this is what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> That's why you don't talk about. There's three things. At the end of the day, there's a right or wrong answer. 
no there's, right or wrong what, answer. What's, what's the third, third one? one? There's three things that people always yeah, argue about. I know religion, religion politics. abortion, and politics. Oh, Those are three things. What, what, what about race? Four things. Okay, cool. <laughs> Four things. But what I mean is, race. like, if you say, like, yeah. I'm a Republican, so I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. You know, those three things are the ones that, like, get people up. Look, and, like, mm-hmm. I went to Home Depot the other day. Thinking that I was dogs. painted all shit. I ain't getting no hot dog. But, uh. <laughs> hot dog? They got hot dogs at Home Depot? I don't get no Home Depot hot dogs either. They got a food court at Home Depot? Sometimes outside. I'm going right? to check that shit out. But look. Because Costco got one. That I'm shit at, fire. I'm no, at, the hot dogs. I'm at a Home Depot. I'm returning some shit. Uh, what the fuck do you return at Home Depot? You know how to do things? Oh, uh, sweet. Come on, man. Uh, my dad from Jackson, Mississippi. If I didn't know how to do things, he, he would have let me at the hospital, man. He would have took me back to the hospital. I was born there. Hey, he can't be mine. You know what I'm saying? I was born and I had a wrench. You know what I'm saying? A screwdriver. That but, one so, might be mine. Yeah, that, he, he, this one ain't it. But uh, uh, I was returning some shit, and um, there was a white guy. It looked like he was trying to jump me, like jump. The line or whatever. I was like, oh, wait, what? Whoa. I would have put that old nigga in a finger for a hand, like, oh god, <laughs> like he was eighty nine years old. I would have did him dirty. Just kick him in his kneecap, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh god. But uh, he was like, oh, I guess this is where the line starts. Now, I saw he had a red hat on, but I ain't think nothing of it. I just saw the red hat, so I started looking back because we in line for a minute, and so I'm like, I'm looking. He, he returned a weed eater, but I, I I see he used the weed eater, so I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, you returning the weed eater? Yeah, he, he did his job. He's going to return it now. Right, right, right. He was, like, no. he, was like, he was like, I had it for eight months, but uh, it just eight stopped. Months. Some shit. And he's like, it just stopped working on me. I was like, oh. In my mind, I'm like, they're probably not going to, but whatever. Unless you bought the extended warranty Right, shit, but then I look at his hat. He had that hat on. The, the MAGA the, hat. The MAGA. And I was like, wow, I've never seen one worn in person. And it's 2023. I was like, this nigga holding on to hope. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. People so, still think that's their president. No, nah, for real. But it was it stolen. Was just, it was but, stolen, Chris. But this is the thing. This is what I'm saying, like about that conversation yeah. or that instance. He had that hat on. I'm black, right? So automatically, if you base your shit off social media, anybody wear that hat, that nigga should have been ready to jump the line. Like I don't give a fuck about you or what said anything about me. Like I said, my I I, my, I had a, a fresher set than what I have right now. So he could have been like, oh, you little pansy right around here, you nigger, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we sitting there talking about weed eaters. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. I'm, uh, that was like one of those moments where I was like, everything that happens on social media is not what's happening outside. Like, for yeah. real, for real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For real, but for the so, hat lets you know where he stands. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have said... Uh, how you feel about Biden or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Or if, yeah. if Kamala is silk press or shit or whatever? I wouldn't have brought up no conversation like yeah. that to him because I know that's what that's something we can you know what I'm saying rap about. But it wasn't like when we when 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 and this is a really really bad example. I know somebody's gonna be upset that I said this, but when Trump did get elected and Kanye went to go meet with him. I remember social media was pissed. They were upset. Like, Kanye, how could you? You're our hero. You, you said Bush didn't care about black people. This isn't that. Jesus walks, nigga. Jesus walks. And I was like, yo, my man can't go talk to the nigga? Like, like he can't talk to him. Like, just talk. I don't know what the conversation consisted of. I understand optics, though. So somebody going over to that side of me and like, why are you with him? Why are you talking to him? He's the enemy. He's against us. Woofy woo. I'm like, okay. Let me figure out why he against us. I don't know what the comment. Again, I don't know. 
But I I thought that shit was dumb then. Like, I think this shit's dumb now. I feel like if we can't have a conversation with the opposite side just to see, like, is this something that is fixable or is it going to be fuck you for the rest of my life? Because it could very well, it could be fuck you forever. And if that's what it is, that's what it is. But if it ain't got to be that and this is just why you feel that way, then okay. Like, we can go grab a beer. That's how I feel. But everybody ain't like me, so. Anyways, back to the book. <laughs> anyway, back to the book. Give us another uh, one of those uh, questions. What? What? Let me see. Um, there was something in here you said. Um, that was uh, that was me. We did the wheel. We did the yes. We did the wheel. We definitely did the wheel. Talking about hair. Hold on. Talking about religion. Book charts. Talking about affirmation. Oh, okay. Oh God! I really hope I say her name correctly. And if you know how to pronounce it, correct okay. me. Yeah. Um, I think it's Ashley McIver. Is it McIver? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yep. So in hers, you know, she was talking about surface pressure. You know that song from Encanto. I swear to God, I still watch it and I cry. My son made me watch it like five a times movie. a day, Encanto every a single movie. day for like three Fuck months. Fuck that grandma though. Yeah, she Fuck was the wild. grandma. She was wild. And you know what's so crazy is that that mirrored Mexican women and. Like older women and then their their young females, like to a T. Yeah. Because to a T. Oh, oh, I felt that shit heavy. Mars, did you see Encanto? Encanto? We don't talk about Bruno? Is that the Disney Yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. You fuck you will fuck with that shit, bro. You should watch it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Lynn Manuel Miranda did the soundtrack. Yeah. That's the yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. But <laughs> if you have it, it's a banger. Coco's a banger, Kefco too. Coco is definitely a banger. Coco's a banger. 1,000. Okay. Hey, well, yo, everyone, everyone has homework. Ones. Go watch Encanto. That's one of the Encanto's a banger. Coco's a banger. Yeah. I see Coco. Especially because to, to, to better understand, like, a female who is Hispanic, like how they are raised and what they are raised around and like the trauma and just the the shit that we are going through, it describes it perfectly. Perfectly. Mm. To a T. 1,000%. Mm. Um, but no, one of the things in there was um, you know, how do you prevent yourself from succumbing to the weight of expectations as a woman or even as a woman oh, yeah. of color? So like with your day to day, I mean, how do you in your line of work, especially like, you know, yep. like going back to yeah, people yeah. thinking, oh, you're just the help. Like, how do you how do you and not? It, let it shows up in two different ways. So it's like the one side of people right. thinking of you as the help. But also there's a stereotype of this, the strong black women. And so both of those it's like you're not centering a person's humanity and you're making assumptions and stereotypes about the person. And so it's implementing those boundaries. It is, you know fully showing up and being authentic um, and just taking it one day at a time. Just yeah. taking it one day at a time. Give yourself so grace. From situation to situation. Giving yourself grace. Absolutely. I am learning. I am trying very hard. I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm not good at it. You have to give yourself grace because the world will not. Yeah, I'm not good at it. Why do you, but why do you think you're not, like, what happened to where you were like, you don't deserve that grace or... I mean, I know, I know what you've told me, but I, I'm, I'm speaking more so as an adult. Like, I think that because so, 
Uh, so many bad things have happened to me mm -hmm. and I stayed a very pure, honest, good person. Mm -hmm. And then I finally had my breaking point. So it was like, why? Why am I such a good person? Why am I so honest? Why am I so loving and forgiving when I'm shit on constantly? Mm -hmm. So let me flip the script. Let me be the villain and let me do all this terrible shit. Right. And I started to do these terrible things that I am very ashamed of now. Yeah. And that it's just like, you know what? That's what I hated. I became a person that I hated. That I that I became the person that people were doing to me. And so now I feel like that was my karma. And that's what I'm currently living through right now is that karma. Bad things that are now continuing to happen to me is because of the way that I decided to go about my life. And I feel that I can't give myself grace because I chose to do these bad things. And I and I I justified it because, well, I was a good person and all of this bad stuff was happening to me. Mm. So now let me be this bad person and just fuck, just fuck it. Deal with it. At least I'm a bad person, but I'm getting some sort of happiness, whether if it wasn't really true happiness. Um, and so I just feel like there's, there's no need for grace with me mm. because I brought it upon myself, the things that I did, and now it's just coming back to me. The reason why don't look at me like that. <laughs> don't make me cry. Don't look at me like that. The reason why I asked like though is because you have a circle moment. Yeah, you, you you've yeah. accomplished a lot in your adult life. So the things that um you did do, you know, yeah, you did them, but you continue to grow and keep one foot in front of the other and we all make mistakes yeah like you're go back to my man yeah he said you're learning you're you're not perfect but you're not you're also not your mistakes so it's like that giving yourself grace i would like the way i'm looking at it is like oh i failed before so i don't i wouldn't try it again type situation but the way you're speaking about it is more or less of like things that happened to you and then you decided enough was enough and you flipped the script and you're still carrying like to do good things. Yeah. Like you're not still carrying that with you. To I don't see you carrying that with you today. So I feel like you, maybe you're not recognizing that you actually are giving yourself grace. You I have feel to take like when, the time out to well, even now still like whenever I do fuck up or there is a mistake or there is something that goes on and I'm just like I I'm that much more harder on myself and then it's like it's like okay now I'm talking down on myself now I'm thinking negatively about myself it's a and, snowball and, effect. And, it, and it's yeah the yeah. snowball effect too it's like all right That's cool. when you have to reach into your affirmations bag Girl, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard. No, you. I had nothing easy about leaving. No, I. I have those moments. I think it was like three or four days ago. I just woke up and I was like, "Yes, this is. It's not gonna be a day. It's. It's gonna be one of those days because it's like you just know. Like when you wake up, you know it's just man. one of those. Days. Yeah. You, do you have? Do you as a man? Do you have that? Like, yeah. You wake up it's like it's gonna be one of those days. Yeah. I, there's definitely days of like. I don't Oh, I'll be like, I don't, must be Mr. Silver Lining. I have here. to be wired. I've, I've, de I've definitely <laughs> woke up and been like, yep. Yep. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that when it comes to the people that I love, my friends, and, you know, the people in my life that I care about, I am the silver lining, the glass half full. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am their positive person. And you offer they, them grace. And I offer them grace. And I give them the best advice possible. But then I look at me and I'm like, 
bitch, you ain't shit. When you give, when you give others grace, you have to make room to give yourself grace too. Yeah. Learning. Sorry. Learning. We are learning. I'm trying. Yeah, no, I, I, if I, I gotta be, cause I, I just, I don't have. I guess cause, I don't know. In my in my life right now, I I have to be positive. Like I don't have any other choice. Rather, I have to keep things, and not saying like shit will go like off the rails at my parents' house or anything like that. But I got to be the let me let, the comedic relief. Let me make sure every the uh, cooler heads prevail at all times. Work, friendship, family, like. I maneuver through those three things and try to be the one who, again, like coming on a podcast, I, 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 I present myself like this so we can get to certain type of questions mm-hmm. because certain things I do I really do know, but something you know I play the part to and make sure we get comedic relief is a coping mechanism for them or me. In general, oh, I, look again. I laugh at my trauma. Second grade, always. I, after that, I was Absolutely. like, "Bro, the sky's the fucking limit." I've never felt lower. So, like, everything's been high. I've, of course, I've had like some, but it's not ever anything. I've had like, okay, I had one other time where I was like, "Yo, I'm low, like super low," and um, my homie Ryan, shout to Ryan. And and on, but Ryan really because he got me going to the gym. He he made me put some of my focus into something else mm-hmm. instead of the things that I were doing. But like since then, I ain't had and I've you know my best friend, one of my best friends' mother passed. I got uh, I uh, broke up with a woman I thought I was going to marry, and then like uh, shit. Uh, no, I wasn't working for a while. Then the pandemic hit. I really wasn't working. I was like, I don't know what the fuck finna happen. Hey, but you wasn't alone. It was a lot. Right, of right, 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 right. I don't know what right. the fuck finna happen. Right, right. Yeah. But um, no, nah, I don't. Nah, hell no, nah. I ain't got no time. I, I like. I was talking to KG today. I don't have time to feel anything but good. Like I don't have the patience for it. If I'm dealing with a customer or a coworker or whoever. If I can't make their day better, they day wasn't just supposed to be made better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tried, though. You know what I'm saying? Part of that, uh, to go back to the Bible, is um, me, I guess, trying to uh, make up for all the bad shit I did, you know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know how that all that shit worked. So I wake up on, I'm going to make today the best way I can make today. Regardless of what I got to do or whoever I got to, uh, whoever I got to do. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Because right you're getting you're getting real deep and you had to ruin it. You yeah. had to ruin Always. it. Comedic relief. Your comedic relief. Always. Look at you. Always. I thought I was the nasty one. <laughs> I didn't say nothing nasty. Well, yeah. that's, I don't think that's gonna change. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it might. It might. It's not that kind of podcast tonight, guys. No. <laughs> no we've been very yeah. professional. I'm very proud of us. We've been yeah, very we, professional. Look, look at the time. Yeah. We, did, yeah. we did a full, full thing. Yeah. This was, yeah. Good. This was fun. <laughs> okay, so outside of the, the, the fun shit, though. I mean, not the fun shit, but the uh, grown-up shit. What are you into? Like, what Travel. do you do? 
Okay. Travel is my jam. Where have you? Where are some so of the places you've been? In April, my sister and I went to Thailand. Oh, nice. nice. All right. So we try to do like at least one international trip every year, and then like smaller trips within the United States. Um, so like the first time I ever got to travel abroad, it was like. I was doing study abroad in undergrad. Mm-hmm. So first place I went to was Spain. Mm-hmm. And it was like, before I went, I was like, I asked, my, I was like, because nobody in my family had really like traveled abroad. Right. And then, like, you know, I'm, I'm like 19, first passport, going to be spending the summer in a foreign country. And I was like, should I do this? This is going to be weird. <laughs> my sister was like, just do it. I was like, how am I pay for it though? She was like, you already got student loans anyway. Keep racking it up. <laughs> she <laughs> said, yeah. Right. Keep it pushing. Might as well get that experience. And so after that opportunity to travel, like travel has always um, been like the thing. That Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like like everybody has things that they like purchasing in their budget mm-hmm. and travel is mine. My yeah. budget is drip. I'm one of those where it's like <laughs> forever. Just, just do it. The money money comes and goes. That oh, memory, yeah. that memory is going to is what really matters. Yeah. It is. That memory is. is what matters. Yeah, you can make more money, but you, you can make, make more money. More you, yep. you can always make more money. You for can sure. always make more money. Yeah, time when is time irreplaceable. Is up, it's up. I don't. I'm sorry. I know this episode is about you, and I'm so appreciative of you coming. I know it's late. I don't know what you got to do or answer to, but this is my first time seeing this guy. In oh life. my gosh! <laughs> and I have one question. You want to end on this? Uh, if you want. Hold on. Come here. Hold on. Come here. Can we get an introduction? I think it'd be a funny ending. Okay, this is my fiance, <laughs> yes, Ray. Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. So, <laughs> time, um, so I'm a very open public person. No. So when it came to this guy, I was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it took yeah. like eight months before I showed his face. And then it took like nine months before I said his name. I think he a nerd too. He was reading so, a book in one of them posts, I think, one day. She was Stop reading. We read together. Nerds, we read nerds, together. Bro. It's okay to be a nerd. I'm a nerd. Everybody a nerd. Okay. My <laughs> one question I have for you, okay, because I know you, you're in the bikes and shit, right? Yes, correct. How did you feel about Son of Anarchy? Son of Anarchy. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I got to know. I mean, it's just, it's entertainment. It, you but don't feel not, like. But it's not real. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that's not the way the MC culture is whatsoever. Like, no. The real MC culture. You're talking about like clubs and stuff. Right. That's, that's not how that happens. Oh, fuck. So you mean Jack. Everyone's not running around shooting at Oh, yeah. Yeah. That part I know. But as far as like that show for what it is, did you enjoy it or was it. I mean, for entertainment. Because you're, for the entertainment. Yeah. It was, it was, it was decent. I watched it probably three or four years after it ended. Yeah. And so I just kind of binge watched it, and yeah, yeah, it was it was entertaining. That's my shit, bro. But if I ever did motor, it would be because of that show. I, I feel like I got a little Jax Teller in me. Bro. Oh I ain't gonna God. lie. I feel like I feel like that's all I wanted to know for real. I'm out to an event. How, how did y'all meet? At a See, oh, look, bro, Jack. This is such an anarchy right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sounds real to me. Yeah, Sounds like a real nigga to me. Yeah. One of my best friends from high school, she messaged me one day and she was like, hey, do you want to go to this event with me? Or no, no. She, <laughs> uh, no, actually, <laughs> she messaged me and asked if I wanted to go to this event. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, that's fine. 
And she was like, yeah, there's a couple of white guys. I know you like white guys. There's one that's like, you know. There you and go. She, How did said, this not come up until now? <laughs> oh, but she likes white guys? Oh, I love, are you, I yes. love white. A specific white type of white guy, Oh, very too. specific type of white guy, too. Yeah. Um, but so she was like, you know, there's a couple, there's going to be a couple of white guys there. Like, I'll introduce you to them. And she sent me a video. And I was, I, I literally paused the video, screenshotted it, zoomed in, sent it to her. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> It was Poppy Chula. <laughs> and she sent me his Instagram. She sent me two people's Instagrams. Oh, two. And, uh, 50-50 chance. And I looked at the... I, there was no 50-50. There was no 50-50. <laughs> it was 100%. Yeah, yeah. I literally DM'd him. Or no, no. I, I, I followed him and he followed me. And we were playing like the liking game. Oh, okay. Liking all the pictures. And I'm like, when Hell is yeah. he going to slide into my DMs? I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. You took the, okay. And I literally, I was like, I'm just going to slide up on in here. What kind of bike you ride? And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, we talked for like a month. I want to ride your bike with you. A month. Like we hadn't even met yet, but we were just talking, exchanging messages via Instagram. And then okay. we finally met. And we literally spent the entire day and night together. Like, it started at, like, 11 a.m., and we didn't part till, like, 3 a.m. Jesus. Mm. Y'all should, for y'all's wedding photo shoot, y'all should recreate uh, Bound. Like, Kim Kanye on the bike. You, you remember that? <laughs> y'all should do that. That would be fire. Get Katie a... Get Katie to, you know what I'm saying? That'd be fire. That'd be fire. We actually, we're going to, you'll see, you'll see once we have the wedding. We got a lot of shit, like, that's going to incorporate the uh, uh, the motorcycles the and, and, like, you know, because he is so involved in it. And it's, I don't look at it as a hobby. Right. It's not his hobby. It's his passion. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've told you all this, but um, I was talking to him and I was like, well, what, like, what do you want to do with it? What do you, where do you want to go? And he was like, I want to, I want to open up a shop. I want to own my own shop one day. I was like, all right, you can do it. Let's, let's do it. Figure out how to get it done. When's the shop opening? Uh, what is it? September. Yeah. September 25th. I'll be your first customer. Not, not even, not even 45 days after he spoke it into existence. It was happening. That's what I believe in. That's Jesus. No, it's not. Yo, Stop trying. What's to... your MC though? Do you ha- are no, you a part no, of an MC? No, no. Oh, okay. You so, just we just yeah. No MC. No affiliation. I mean, as far as like true affiliation. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought y'all had like a little little. Well, little we have cl- our, our group, group, which is 13th Street Vclas. Y'all got cuts? No. Oh. When y'all get a cut, let me make me an honorary <laughs> member, bro. I want a cut. Oh God! You want, give a, you want a prospect one? Yeah, I'll wear a prospect one, but I ain't cleaning no. I ain't cleaning no toilets. I'll let y'all know right now, nigga. I'm not cleaning no toilets. You know what I'm saying? You gonna, go, you gonna go get me a beer? I'll get you a beer. Okay, okay. I can do that, but if you ask like nicely, like still ask some, still I still see can me as a me human a beer, being. Nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, bro, we keep, all humans. Give us a beer, bro. I like. What y'all want? I'll do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll earn, beer, my, bitch. Yeah, I'll yeah. earn my stripes. You know what I'm saying? I'll earn my stripes for sure. 100%. I ain't getting oh, on no wow. bikes, though. If, if we got to go hide in the desert, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not cleaning no he'll just, toilets. He'll just Uber there. I will, yeah, I'll meet y'all there like 45 minutes so, after the deed is done. Have you ever ridden a bike? No. no. My dad I'm... actually used to ride bikes back in the day. Not like like Harleys or anything. I guess it was... Actually, I don't know what it was. But 
He was telling me my grandmother lived at the bottom of a hill. It's like literally like you had to drive up to like get out of our neighborhood. And uh, he said he was coming home. <laughs> my dad over exaggerated like me. That's where I get it from. But he said he was coming to make the turn and a car clipped him. And he slid from all, oh, all the way down. I was like, he ain't done. I was like, he said, I never drove again. You know, I said, like, bro, you slid all the I know how long that road, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you slid all the way down. And you just slid into grandma's truck. Imagining your dad slapped <laughs> backwards like, oh. No, no, the car, cli- the car yeah. clipped the bike, so he fell off the bike. And he oh, slid, he, he, oh, he slid okay. all the way. Bro, and you just landed at grandma's doorstep. <laughs> that's God. That's God. Shit, he was all right. But no, this is a beautiful episode, and I thank you again for coming. Yeah, thank man. Thank y'all for having me. I said what I said. Yes. Available on Amazon. Wherever y'all yes. get books, I don't know. Where y'all you, no, it books. is available. Oh, it's available okay. on Amazon, yeah. and then you can also download it on your mm-hmm. Kindle. Yep. Yeah, and you can go to a local bookstore. Yes. Like Bookstores are going to, yes, yes, yes. So definitely check it out. I yes. thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I am a very big reader. Yep. Uh, I think it was like 317 or 57 pages or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. She was from 17 to 15. Well, I know it was three and a seven. Uh, 375 372 372 372 pages she read it. Yeah. um and you know i i finished it in two and a half hours well this is oh, your wow. copy so this is your copy. Yeah, um and yes that is my copy <laughs> my signed copy but yeah no definitely check out the book and i am very excited to oh, see what yeah. you do in the future hell yeah Thank you. hey you got to come back yes you on, are- a, on a less business episode Absolutely. we can just we, shoot we the do shit have fun. We, look, we, have, yeah. we have fun here we, yeah, we, we do have, we some have fun. fun. I do get a little out of line, um, <laughs> but when I was told to come on this podcast, I was given one specific topic and I ran with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah. That day. You said in general that day. Well, yeah. yeah. Always. Did you listen to our first episode? You listened to it, right? He listens to all of them. I was very uncomfortable. I don't know if you could tell or not. I don't like talking about that shit. <laughs> he was at so all. uncomfortable. But hey, it's a part of life. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but, uh, any last any, remarks? Me? No. Thanks, Great episode. Y'all. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you got any last remarks? Nah, man, it was fun. Shout out to Adam, Dave. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Dave Chappelle. A pen? I don't. I don't know if I even have there, There's some up There's some up Yeah, up there's top definitely some up front. There's some up top. Alrighty. Definitely some up front. Uh, this was fun, y'all. Shout out to Serial Head. There, there we go. Yeah. Peace out. 